Hello everybody and welcome back to Spill the Tea. I'm your host T and in today's episode we are going to be talking about a fun amusement park story I have to share. Some people who are in the preparation nation and a little bit of paradox science talk. So yeah, let's get it. Amusement parks. I'm sure we've all been to one at some point or another, and it may shock you all to discover that I don't necessarily like them. Now, don't get me wrong, the atmosphere's great, everybody having a good time and being happy and cheerful, uh, just for no reason in particular, is wonderful. But specifically, I do not like uh, roller coasters, like... Okay, well, when I was younger, I had, like, a little hack for this. I didn't. I would say, no, roller coasters are fine. It's just um, the hills I don't like in roller coasters. And it took me a while to understand, and I don't know why, because I'd like to think I'm pretty smart, but it took me a while to understand that, like, roller coasters, the thrill of it is the hills, and that, like, all roller coasters have hills. So I don't know why I didn't understand that but like i like like it's weird i like some of like the spinny rides like the parachute thing and like like the jump the ones that take you around a circle and then like give you a big jump and stuff like those ones are fine but like roller coasters don't necessarily love going downhill at an extremely fast speed for no reason So, do not like to put myself in those situations, but I brought this up because I know I'm a little late, but a while ago, it was Halloween, and it made me think of a fun story about my, when it was near Halloween time, when I was in the fourth grade. So, when I was in fourth grade, it was the fall, like, it was around Halloween-ish, and I was doing like a fall baseball thing and so one of the kids on my team and me actually got to be really close friends that year and his birthday was like in like in the fall like near Halloween so he invited me to go with him to what what's called where I live near me uh Friday Fright Night and I accepted because one I was what I was like a 10 year old boy who thought he was the greatest thing ever and I also thought that I liked scary stuff which as I now know I do not scare scary stuff this is going to be a surprising revelation I have had scary stuff is scary uh so you know I was like okay sure yeah let's go so it was actually it was actually a sleepover thing but his parents were like so cool they just let us like there i remember i got in the car and the mom was like all right how many of you guys are staying up all night tonight like not like uh how many are staying up like uh disappointed she was like (laughs) and someone like said they were only gonna make it until like three and she's like oh come on only three so that was pretty cool. I remember thinking that was the coolest thing. But 
Uh, so I went home with them after school, and it was me and a couple other kids. Like, it wasn't just me. And so we went to, like, Burger King or wherever we went, and we got food, and we were, like, talking about how fun it's going to be. And two of the kids there, the kid whose birthday it was, and, like, one of his other kids who's, like, or one of his other friends who's, like, outgoing, they were talking about how they, like, did stuff like this before and how they would go up to the people and, like, make fun of them and stuff. And me and uh, another kid there, we were kind of, like, thinking about or, like, talking about, like, how we would totally do it and go mess with them because we know they can't, like, touch us or anything. So we did that, and then when we got to the place, uh, we went through. It was good. And then to get into the park, like, itself, after you go through all the metal detectors and stuff, there's, like, a tunnel, right? And so the idea of this night is to have people dressed up in costumes trying to scare you and stuff, okay? So I thought it was going to be the greatest thing ever. So we're going through. We're past the metal detectors. We're already going to go through the tunnel. And this, like, witch thing jumps out at me i get jump scared i'm like oh shoot what did i do oh my gosh worst decision i was like freaking out because there's all these little like creature looking things they did not look like humans they all had elaborate makeup it was crazy but i was like oh my gosh maybe this won't be as fun and then like all these people like jumping out at us and stuff and we would go on rides and I don't think any came on rides with us I don't know if they were allowed to actually but they were jumping out at us and it was crazy because the the kid whose birthday and the other kid who had done something like this before were actually going up to the people and like making fun of them and it was so funny and I but I was just getting really scared because um there was like a little walkthrough thing like it wasn't like a ride or anything you just like walk through it and they like try to jump out at you and stuff and there was this like guy with wings and he would like pop them out and like real quick and like jump scare people with them and uh the the friend who did it before not the one whose birthday but the other one did it before was like making fun of him he, he was like screaming for him he's like hey you yeah you come over here and he's like what's your name or like something like that and he's like i'm the falcon or i forget exactly what happened it was a while ago but uh it was something like that and then he he was it was really funny because uh when he would come up to us, he'd go, dance for me, chicken guy, <laughs> dance, and so he would pop out the wings, and I was freaking out right now, I was so scared, and he popped out the wings, and, and he got in his face, like, my friend got in the chicken guy's face, and was like, what you gonna do, huh, so then the chicken guy grabbed his, like, staff with, like, a flint on the end of it or something, and he did it in a circle, and it made sparks, and I got so scared, because I don't, like, I mean, I think fire is cool, like, the concept, but, like, being, someone setting stuff near you on fire isn't, so I, I got really scared with that, and I also remember, like, pretty much the rest of the time, it was okay, we ran into this one lady, she was really nice, she told us about how she saw some pretty creepy things, too, like, like, there was, like, a, a person dressed up like a doll with, like, a dead umbrella, 
and stuff. So we, we talked to her about all the people we saw. But I specifically remember uh, it was getting closer to, like, the time we were getting ready to leave. So we all, like, they went to the bathroom before we left. And I didn't have to go, even though, like, I was so scared. I don't even know how. But, uh, so I just stayed out. And this group of, like, clowns came up to me. And I think it was, like, I think I stayed with, like, the birthday kid's mom or dad was out with me. Because the other, I don't, I think it was the mom, stayed out with me uh like waiting for them and so like she was like talking on the phone or something and this one clown like jutted his head like right past her shoulder so when she like turned around she's like oh what's that and she and then she's like oh and then she started laughing about it and then this other these other two clowns came up behind us and the one had like a chainsaw without the chain it was like revving it real loud i was so scared oh man and without my friends there to make fun of them i did not know what to do so i was just like hiding i was trying to stay away and there was this other clown with these metal claws that make sparks so he would like scratch stuff and it not only didn't make the nicest sound but it also made like sparks and stuff and that scared me and that night is haunting has haunted me like anytime someone says do you want to go to the local like haunted corn maze i'm like nope don't like scary stuff not doing that again because of that dreadful night four years ago and i remember it vividly it was crazy so as promised our next little segment is going to be talking about people in the preparation nation which i have just watched a little thing on uh actually it was really boring it was like 60 minutes i was watching a little segment on it because my grandpa had it on and it was called people called preppers or like people who prepare for the worst so they're like are the ones with like bomb shelters ready for alien invasions and stuff but as i was watching it they said like prepping preppers are becoming more common so you know i i thought that was like i don't think i would want to be like a prepper like hardcore bunker with rations and stuff but i thought it would be pretty cool like i like the idea of how they are very much prepared for anything to go wrong like the one guy had an escape route that took no, no, like, major roads or anything. And, like, had to find, like, stuff to keep him, like, all the stuff he could keep in his car. And the one uh, guy that they interviewed actually had to put his plan into action because of wildfires near his house. He had to use it, and he said he got ready to leave his home and all of his belongings behind in 30 minutes holy cow could you imagine being ready to leave your home with anything you would need in 30 minutes and when they were talking to him they were like wow that's like really good and the guy's like actually no i'm trying to get it down to 15 oh my gosh that amazed me this guy wants to be ready to take all of his valuable stuff 15 minutes and he said his specific words were like something along the lines of that his like documents were scattered 
like his birth certificates, like stuff like that were scattered. And that's why he took so long because he needed to have all it. <sighs> wow, that just amazed me. But I brought this up because they said something interesting on that segment. They said that common day preppers say there are 72 hours for like the world like electrical grid to go down or like something like that 72 hours until humans turn to animal which basically means they lose their mind because they don't have like wi-fi or power to their phones and stuff that i i mean i'm a human i'm kind of disappointed that it takes us uh 72 hours i feel like we should be able to go a little bit longer than that so kind of disappointed there but like i i I don't want to say that that's a wrong estimation because i feel like with all the modern day stuff 72 hours to animals seems about right which kind of makes me disappointed in the human race but i i don't know that's just i brought that up because i thought that was really interesting and i also brought it up because i think that preparing and stuff like for (laughs) to be ready to go and leave your house whenever you want with like a go bag or whatever they call it like a bug out they call it like a bug out bag i think that's like really spy like i don't know it might just be me but i always thought that'd be cool to like just be able to be ready to go and like have your little spy bag okay that's just me um (coughs) so yeah that's my segment on preppers uh preparation nation and to finish this off this episode off i would like to talk about some paradoxes parad Doxi? Paradox? Okay, no. Um, So, the other day, my friend was like, Talon, can you give me a piece of gum? And I was like, no. And we're like, helping do a puzzle. Like, with my, like, my teacher had a puzzle on one of the tables, and they were helping do it. And And they said before that, that they quit the puzzle. And so, I said, no, I'm not giving you a piece of gum. You're a quitter. And they said, I'll stop being a quitter and I'll start doing stuff. Just give me a piece of gum. And I said, well, if you quit being a quitter, then you're even more of a quitter than when you started. And I realized how profound that was. I remembered it, wrote it down. I just thought that was great. But I thought about paradoxes because I like the idea of an infinite loop. Like, Like, there's this one paradox that says... Oh, what is it? If I lie, it's like an alligator. The alligator says, like, if I lie, I eat you. If I tell the truth, I don't with what I say next. And so if they say they're going to eat you, then that would be telling the truth. Like, if they're telling, if they say I'm eating you and it's a lie, that means they're supposed to eat you, which would make it be telling the truth, which would mean they shouldn't eat you then it would be lying because they didn't eat you oh man so that's i thought that one was crazy too i love the idea of an infinite loop and going back and forth and (laughs) like arguing with someone back and forth for 20 minutes about paradoxes and just saying yeah but it's not true because of this and then they'll go yeah it is and i just do it and maybe i like it because 
I have the stamina. I am not going to lose an argument, like, if I can help it. Because, if, like, if I'm wrong, I'm not going to admit that I'm wrong. I'm very stubborn. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's going to conclude today's episode. And I do want to leave you guys with this. Uh, always make sure that if someone needs a high five, if someone deserves it, you're that person who's there ready to give them a high five if they deserve it in the face with a chair. We'll see you next time.